Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with the Pew Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion to see people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Welcome here, guys. Today, we're talking all about friendships and characteristics of good and great friends that Mm -hmm. we want to be hanging around the friendships that Christians should have within their lives because I think that so many of us have gone through some of those toxic friendships and Mm -hmm. relationships. I guess it kind of comes into it too with relationships, but we're going to focus more on friendships today. And I feel like if we've experienced some toxic friendships in the past, it can be really hard to kind of get over that and try to pursue deep unity with Mm -hmm. other Christian friends and sharing your life with them and sharing time with them, but still having those boundaries. So it is a very difficult topic. We get it. We've been through it, but we also want to share some characteristics that we think friends should have, things they should do for you and you should do for them. And Mm -hmm. that's something that we do want to point out. All the things that we're going to talk about in this episode with the characteristics and personalities and things that they do and actions and the things that they say, those are also the things that we need to be doing yeah. because we're also their friend. Yeah, so it's a two-way need, street. Right. It's not just one way and that's what I think a lot of the friendships that are toxic, that's what comes into it mm-hmm. because it is one-sided and it's very selfish. But before we get into all of the good stuff that we're going to talk about today, I do want to plug last week's episode Mm -hmm. because that really lays the groundwork for this one. Yeah. And I don't want you guys to miss it because, like I just said, we're talking about friendships and relationships and all this different stuff here on the podcast. But last week, we talked a lot about toxicity and those toxic friendships and relationships and just kind of how to discern who is actually toxic and who is just trying to share biblical truth with you, even though it may be hard to hear. So that is a really great one that you should probably listen to Mm -hmm. before this one. I don't think it's a huge deal probably, but it it is a very, very good episode because like Lily said, it kind of lays the groundwork for what we're going to talk about today, how to establish whether you are in a toxic friendship or not, or if you're just being a little bit oversensitive. So yeah, that's definitely a good episode to go and listen to if you just want to learn a little bit more about toxic friendships, and then we're going to contrast that and talk about what a good friendship looks like. Yeah. Okay, uh, just want to plug a couple more things. Our blog, I have been trying to get people on our email list and mm-hmm. just kind of talking about that a lot more because, as you all know, we have this whole Ukraine and Russia deal going on. And a couple months ago, I don't know if you all remember, Instagram went down for a, like a whole day, just randomly. No one knew. It was just really weird. So a lot of people were like, oh no, this whole social media deal can go away at any time. And so we don't want to have all y'all over there, but then if that would crash or go down, then we can't Mm -hmm. stay in contact with you guys. So if you sign up to be on our email list, those are just private. We're the only ones that see them and they are put in our list and then you will get notified whenever we have a new blog post or podcast episode or really anything goes up Mm -hmm. on our blog. That's definitely something that I would encourage you guys to sign up for and be a part of just because if something like that does go down, we will have you guys there. 
we definitely will not flood your inbox yeah. with millions of emails yeah. because I know how that is so annoying when someone's emailing you or a company is emailing mm-hmm. you like every two seconds. At the most, you'll probably get like two a week, really, mm-hmm. because we have our podcast episode that comes out on Monday. You'll be notified with that and then a new blog post on Thursday. There are maybe a couple other occasional things that go out and if a social media account would go down and we would have to communicate in that way, then obviously there may be one or two more, but we are definitely not going to go crazy over there. So let's get into this episode. Let's talk about good friendships, good Mm -hmm. experiences that we have had within friendship. Maybe you want to start with that. Just share your different thoughts as we begin this episode. Yeah, well, I think that for some of us, it can be very, very difficult to open up in new Mm -hmm. friendships and to be somewhat vulnerable with Mm -hmm. that person that you are forming a bond with. Because I know that all of us have experienced friendships where you look back and maybe you think like, oh man, I shared way too much with that person. Yeah. Or, you know, like we talked about last week, you have that toxic friend who maybe uses some of the things that Mm -hmm. you've told them again against you or keeps bringing them up. And so I think that first off, we need to let the Lord work on our hearts in terms of friendship. It can Mm -hmm. be so hard to open up with people and to really be genuine in your friendships because you've always got this guard up and you're always trying to be cautious. Mm -hmm. And lots of times that is a good thing. You should be cautious when you are allowing new people into your life influences are a big deal Mm -hmm. and they can make or break your relationship with Jesus. They can make or break your relationship with your family, with Mm -hmm. other friends. So I think that that's important to kind of have a guard up at first, but I think that we need to allow the Lord to work on our hearts and just let him take that anxiety and that worry away in terms of friendships. When the Lord is leading your life, he's going to lead you to the right people Mm -hmm. and he's going to lead you to those good influences. And if you're allowing him to have control over your every move, he is never going to lead you to bad influences. Yes, we have free will. We can choose those bad influences Mm -hmm. by straying from what the Lord wants us to do. But if we are functioning in the Lord's will, he is not going to make you suffer through all your friendships. You know, friendship is something that's supposed to be very important. It's vital for us to have. And when we look at friendship, the way that the world looks at friendship, it is not what the Bible says friendship mm-hmm. should look like. It's this very, very shallow thing. It's just a bunch of fluff. Mm-hmm. Like we always say, I think that that's something that we need to evaluate in our lives. Do we have worldly friendships? Do we have biblical friendships? Do we have true meaning? meaningful friendships with people where we can discuss different things and they can pour into you the way that the Lord would want them to and that you can pour into them. So like with our Bible study group, we didn't have a bunch of friends before we started Bible study and that was pretty much by choice. So when we started Bible study, first we thought it was just going to be like a summer thing. We've told you all this story Mm -hmm. a few different times. We thought it was just going to be a summer thing, you know, this like 12-week Bible study. And then, you know, we all got really close and we realized that all of us were kind of at the same place in our lives. Lily's laughing. (laughs) Are you laughing? It's so weird to think back on that time in our lives. I know. (laughs) We were so young. How, why, I, okay, anyway. yeah, Yeah, go ahead. So then we continued Bible study and one of the first times where I felt like we all really bonded and became really close friends was when we did. (laughs) Lily keeps smiling at me. 
So I feel like the first time when we all became really, really close was when we went on this outreach right after we had finished our first little Bible study thing. You know, we did one of the traditional Bible studies where you had the books and the videos mm-hmm. and different things like that. And so we got done with that and we were like, we should do something special together to celebrate finishing this Bible study and to just spend some more quality time together outside of strictly, you know, working in our books, watching the videos. So we went on an outreach and it was tons of fun. Most of the girls, which we only had three girls at that time, but some of them had never prayed with someone before. And so Mm -hmm. that was really cool to kind of get them out of their comfort zones. You know, we're mean like that. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) And the girls um, will testify to that as well. Yeah. So it was just cool to see them like start praying with people and start actually living out that biblical Christianity like we had been talking about. And then we went to Chick-fil-A. And we all got supper, and it was, like, one of the most fun times. It was a blast. That we've ever had, which, obviously, Chick-fil-A is already blessed. Yeah. So, no wonder, you know, you feel the Holy Spirit in there. (laughs) But it was just something where I felt like all of us really opened up and became actual friends, not just, like, Bible study mates. I think that by glorifying him first and then going and having conversation just about different things that are brought up and just life. Mm -hmm. It was very powerful because first we were functioning in what the Lord wanted us to do. And then I think he blessed that time because we said, you know, this is our first priority. Chick-fil-A is not our first priority. And even though it's a close second, uh, (laughs) Chick-fil-A is not our first priority. Just spending time together is not our first priority. Mm -hmm. Spending time with Jesus is our very first priority. And that's the thing that we want to do together for the rest of our lives. Mm -hmm. And so I think that the Lord really used that to make our friendships a lot more meaningful Mm. than just, you know, meeting someone and you have some of the same interests and you have a lot in common. By living out our Christianity, living out our relationships with Jesus, I think that we were able to have much deeper friendships Mm -hmm. because we had that Jesus foundation, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. And I think that it's the same way for a relationship. And I think we've said this before here on the podcast, but when you're looking for that person that you want to marry, you know, that person that God has for you, you're not just looking for someone who, like you just said, has some of the same interests and Mm -hmm. like some of the same things and like a certain restaurant or whatever it is. Like, that's not what makes a friendship. That's not what makes a relationship. You're looking for someone who has the same goal, who has the same mind mindset in life. Mm -hmm. They're focused on something that you are. And so you're running towards that together. You're after that together. And sure, all of those different things, those, you know, little details of life come together. Yeah. But you know what? Those will probably change over time. So Mm -hmm. you have to have something that is almost outside of time. This goal that you're both after that you know doesn't change. Mm -hmm. And that's eternity. Like, I need to be able to know in a friendship, in a relationship, we have the same goal. We're after the same thing. We're focused. And this is why we're able to come together and share this unity that God calls us to as believers. Like, Mm -hmm. He made us for this community. And I truly believe that the few, the few believers who are genuine in their faith, they're going after the Lord. They're not caught up in the trivial worldly things. They're really trying to live authentically in their faith and Mm -hmm. be real about it. I feel like they are the only ones that can truly experience unity the way that God has called us to. Yeah. Because we can't have unity in friendships, especially with people who don't have the same goal that we do. 
if it's just, hey, we both like Chipotle and, <laughs> you know, we, we want to go out and get a taco bowl once a week and just hang out and talk about life and what happened that week and complain about what we didn't like or tell each other what we're grateful for or whatever. Like, that is not what builds true community. That's mm-hmm. not what is going to give you that unity that we're called to in Christ. Like Maddie said, it's coming under the Lord's authority with his foundation and saying, we're going to build upon this and this is our goal. Eternity is our goal. So I want to read you this quote by C.S. Lewis. I included this in our blog post titled For One Another. You can look that up on our blog and read it there. But I included this quote by C.S. Lewis and it says, in friendship, we think we have chosen our peers. In reality, a few years difference in the dates of our births, a few more miles between certain houses, the choice of one university instead of another, posting to different regiments, the accident of a topic being raised or not raised at a first meeting, any of these chances might have kept us apart. But for a Christian, there are, strictly speaking, no chances. A secret master of the ceremonies has been at work. Christ, who said to the disciples, ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, can truly say to every group of Christian friends, you have not chosen one another, but I have chosen you for one another. The friendship is not a reward for our discrimination and good taste in finding one another out. It is the instrument by which God reveals to each the beauties of all the others. They are no greater than the beauties of a thousand other men. By friendship, God opens our eyes to them. They are, like all beauties, derived from him, and then, in good friendship, increased by him through the friendship itself, so that it is his instrument by creating as well as for revealing. I just loved that quote when I found it last summer, and I was writing about, at that time, our three-year anniversary for our Bible study group. Mm -hmm. And just looking back at, like, all the different things that we had experienced as a group, I mean, we've had different things happen in our group that have been really tough, like really hard things. Yeah. People walking away, really hard Bible study lessons. We've talked through things that have been really difficult and gone through difficult things together, like experienced it together. Mm-hmm. And when you walk that road together, when you do life together, when you don't have to, but you want to, yeah. it just changes the whole deal for me, at least in a friendship. When someone genuinely shows up and wants to be there for you and have this friendship with you, we're after Jesus together and we understand one another. And sure, there are those fun little inside jokes that you have together and, Mm -hmm. you know, things like that. But it is amazing when you're able to experience life and do life together. And when that happens, there is this unity. And I don't even really know how to explain it. It's just this biblical unity that God allows us, I think, to experience because he brings us together, as C.S. Lewis was saying there, he makes us for one another. He Mm -hmm. brings us together for one another because he knows that we need each other. And he does that in the most special way possible, the most beautiful way possible. And it's just like you kind of sit back and you're a part of this whole thing and you're just like, wow, Lord, like mm-hmm. all of this unity, this this thing that we're experiencing together when we're talking, when we're doing things together, when we're serving you, when we're just doing life, like the random things, the random car rides, like sometimes we'll invite them to go to church with us and like we'll just all be sitting in the back row and laughing yeah. and like talking and worshiping together. And it's just so... We don't laugh during the sermon. No, no, no. Just not so during you know. the sermon. <laughs> No, I mean, just like we're responsible, I promise. (laughs) When you come together and it's just, how do I explain it? This joy 
that yeah. you have together, I guess. And I think that that directly flows from having this unity that God allows us to experience. So I don't know. I'm rambling here, but what are some good characteristics of a friend? I think we need to get to that. Um, yeah. What are some things that we've seen and our friends that we really admire that we appreciate on the other side of friendship? And then maybe some things that we have tried to be for our friends as well. Yeah, well, I think that one of the very first things that helps a lot in having friendships is that foundation of a relationship with Jesus. And while this isn't necessary for every friendship, I think that if you want to have a deep and close Mm -hmm. relationship with someone, then that needs to be a foundational thing. You both love Jesus. You're both doing Bible studies. You know scripture. You know God. Mm -hmm. And I think that you still can be friends with people who don't believe in Jesus, but you can't experience that unity like Lily was talking about with those kinds of people. So I think that another thing that is very, very important is to have friends who actually listen to you Mm -hmm. attentively and they want to know what's going on in your life. They want to offer advice if they can. They want to pray for you. They want Mm -hmm. to just be involved in your life, even if they can't give you that advice, even if they don't know what to pray for you being there to let you kind of lean on them and rely on them is very, very important, especially to me because we've had so many friendships where it's like completely one-sided. Like Mm -hmm. we listen to everything that they have to say, everything about their life. And while that is great, like I want to learn Mm -hmm. about my friends' lives and I want to be there for them. I want to be the one that they can rely on also. It's something that you kind of need to go both ways because that can be very, very tiring to be the only person who is willing to listen and then when you try and talk and you try and tell them a little bit about what's going on in your life or something that you need help with it's very difficult to be open with them because you don't feel like they actually want to listen to you or they're actually concerned with what's going on in your life so i think just a genuine caring attitude Mm -hmm. is super duper important because that's not something that just happens like you Mm -hmm. can't just force yourself to care about someone you know and and that's part of like the lord making you for one another you're Mm -hmm. able to relate with each other you're able to be there for one another that's not just something that happens right but i think that you can cultivate that a little bit you can practice that because i have found myself being the one that is talking too much or is not listening as attentively as i should or not caring Mm -hmm. about what i'm listening to as much as i should and that's been something that i've been practicing like listening to this person and really caring about them and it's never been a super big issue for me, but that was just something that I felt like the Lord was saying, like, you know, slow down and don't take these friendships for granted. Don't take these conversations that you're able to have yeah. for granted because one day you might not be able to have those conversations anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's very important that you have someone who is willing to listen to you and who genuinely cares about what's going on in your life. And that goes both ways. Yeah, for sure. I think another important characteristic of a good friend that is important to me is that they don't let me settle for who I am right now, but they push me to be what God has created me to be. That is crucial to me. If Mm -hmm. they're just like, hey, you're good where you're at. And I'm not saying like pushing me to the point where I'm like, I need to get ahead of the Holy Spirit. And I, yeah, uncomfortable and maybe not the direction that I feel like God has me or whatever. Not like that. I mean, pushing me just to be more like Christ, encouraging me to serve, encouraging me to love others the way that God 
loves them. That is a huge thing that I look for in a friendship. And if they're not doing that, then do they truly care, right? Like Mm -hmm. you were talking about. Do they truly care if they don't want to push you to be what God has created you to be? And I've often found like if people let you settle for who you are right now or where you are instead of pushing you, then perhaps it's because they're intimidated by you or intimidated by what God may be doing in your life or who he wants you to be. And so they're not encouraging you in that Mm -hmm. or challenging you in that because they feel like they're behind or they don't feel like they can do that or they don't feel like they have the same giftings or whatever it may be. I don't feel like that should be something that exists in a biblical and solid and stable friendship with someone. Like if we constantly feel like we're intimidating one another and we're not exactly like one another and so Mm -hmm. we can't push each other to be better because we're worried about somebody getting ahead of us or somebody being better than us, then I don't know. I I couldn't do that in a friendship. And I don't think it's a true friendship if that exists there. Yeah. Competition is exhausting. Oh, yeah. In friendships. It makes it so that you don't even want to tell them about (laughs) what's going on in your life or even at Christmas. You get a really cool gift that Mm -hmm. you are very proud of, that you appreciate a lot, and you feel like, I'm just not even going to tell them Mm -hmm. about this because then I will have to sit there for two hours and Mm -hmm. listen to how all of their Christmas presents were so much better than mine. And competition in friendships is something that, honestly, I can hardly stand. Because it kind of causes some tension too. Yes. And he didn't create us for competition. He Mm -hmm. created us to strive for the same goal and to lift each other up. And I think Hebrews 10, 24 through 25 has some very great insight in terms of looking for friends who are not competitive, but who are going to encourage you in what the Lord has for you, like Lily said. It says, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. I think that when friends spend time together, there should be a purpose with that time. You know, like that verse says, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some. And I think that as each day passes, you understand that the minutes, the seconds that you're spending with that friend should have a purpose. And I think that a lot of people, when they're hanging out with friends, it's just like, oh, let's just forget the cares of the world and Mm -hmm. just have fun and do nothing and, you know, hang out or whatever. And I'm not saying that it can't be fun and lighthearted and that kind of thing, but I think that the fun comes in when you're not having the type of fun that everyone else is having with their friends. You are having this different kind of fun that comes from unity and being close with other friends and other believers in that way and spending time together and serving Jesus together. So I really think that that's where friendship is at. That's what makes a good friend. When you're able to have that fun and lighthearted time that you spend together, that's great. But you also have to cultivate that close friendship and unity that God calls us to have with one another. Mm -hmm. And I think it was C.S. Lewis as well that said, to love it all is to be vulnerable. That is a really great just reminder as we look at friendships and as we think about what kind of friends we want to surround ourselves with. Who do we want to spend the most time around? Who do we want to influence us as believers? Mm -hmm. Friendships can hurt. 
friendships can be really difficult at times. Like there are moments where you are not going to want to spend time with that friend. You're not going to feel like you have unity with that friend because we all fail each other. Like that's just how life is. We all disappoint one another. We all give up sometimes. And even though it shouldn't be that way, like we should be fighting for one another. We should be there for one another at all times, no matter what we have to give up, no matter what we have to sacrifice. And that's something that I've really tried to do personally is I've tried to cultivate a character that another person would want to be around, that another believer would want to hang out with. And I've really tried to cultivate that character of self-sacrifice. You know, I want to sacrifice for my friends. I want to Mm -hmm. sacrifice for the Lord and for eternity in that way. And I think that giving time, giving your undivided attention to your friends is something that is so amazing to show up at things when they don't expect it. You know, like that's something that Maddie and I have really enjoyed doing within our friendships is just showing up for our friends when they have choir concert, when they have a softball game. We try to show up and we try to be that encouraging voice for them. The bottom line is that we can have a very big impact on people at our school, at work, the different places that we go in our everyday lives where we encounter people who don't know Jesus. I think that if we are strong and we have built up that relationship with him, we can influence those people. But I think that if you're looking for that unity where you can share everything with each other and you're going to be on the same page on a lot of different things, I think that the foundation needs to be laid with Jesus and your relationship with him. Then you build off of that and grow together. And like Lily said, every friendship is going to have its ups and downs. It's not like this is going to be perfect. You're never going to find the perfect person because none of us are perfect and we all sin. We all fall short, like Lily said. So I think that there also needs to be a level of grace in friendships. Yeah, and another thing I would add to that is that as friends ourselves, our expectation for ourselves is that we don't want to hurt our friend. We don't Mm want to disappoint them. We don't expect ourselves to give up on them or to leave them or to not show up when there is something important going on. It should be our aim and our desire to help them, to encourage them, to be that constant support like you were just saying, we're going to disappoint them because we're humans and we stink and (laughs) we have a sin problem. But at the same time, I don't want to. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not my heart. And I think that in some friendships, especially toxic ones, especially sinful ones, it's easy to see that other person doing that or to be that friend who just kind of, well, I'm going to give up on you at some point. So I'm really just not going to care. I'm not going to put in effort. I'm not going to put in the work to have a good friendship, to have that unity that we should have in Christ. And oh, well, it's just, it is what it is. If they're just kind of lazy and like not making an effort to really make sure that I feel loved and cared for and encouraged and challenged and pushing me towards Christ like I was talking about earlier, then that's really not a deep, close friendship to me. That's just, yeah. that's one-sided like we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. But I would advise you like in your friendships, make sure that you are the friend who yeah. is pouring in that encouragement Mm -hmm. and that commitment to the other person. And I know sometimes friendships don't work out and Mm -hmm. you're going to have to break those off. Or maybe you'll listen to this episode or the Lord is going to be speaking to you and just tell you about some of the certain friends that are in your life who Mm -hmm. are toxic or who are just bad influences where you didn't invite Jesus into that decision that you made to become friends with them and to invite them into your life. So, 
I get it, not all friendships work out, but I believe that, like I said at the beginning of this episode, if we let the Lord control this area of our lives and every area of our lives, Mm -hmm. he is not going to lead us to people who are going to take our focus away from him or distract us from our relationship with Jesus. We're going to wrap this episode up in prayer, so please pray with us. Dear Lord, I just thank you for this day and for this episode, and I pray that you would just guide all of us in making decisions about friends and that you would just take control of that area of our lives and lead us to the people who are going to help us in our relationship with you and who we, in turn, are going to help with their relationship with you. I just pray that you would lead us to the right people and that you would just guide us as we encounter new people at school or at work or at the grocery store or wherever we are this week and in the weeks to come. I pray that you would give us guidance in this area of our lives and that you would just help us to use our friendships to glorify you and that we would build the kingdom through the people that we spend our time with. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Alrighty, guys, it really all boils down to Psalm 133, verse 1, which says, how good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. It really shows us the heart of the gospel. It shows us God's heart when it comes to friendships and having deep and meaningful connections with people. Because these are people that God has made. These aren't just like our friends. These are people that God has made and he has placed a desire within their hearts and ours to seek his face and to seek his kingdom and to build the kingdom like Maddie just prayed. And how amazing it is when we can do that together, when we can live life together and we can do it in unity it's the most powerful thing. It's so beautiful. If you are kind of in that place where you're like, man, I just, I'm bummed that I don't have that. I don't know if that's in my future, you know, Mm -hmm. if I'm going to have friendships like that. I would just encourage you, be the one who's willing to initiate it. Be the one who's willing to start it. Be the one who's willing to be a leader when it comes to friendships and trying to influence others and show them what it looks like to be in unity and to live life together. Because sometimes people just need that little push, you know, like Mm -hmm. a couple of the Bible study girls that we invited to come, we had barely even talked to. Like one of the girls, we literally maybe talked to her once and it was total small talk. It was surfacey and it wasn't deep or meaningful or anything really, but it started that connection. And then we invited her to the Bible study and now she's one of our best friends and she is someone that we have unity with. And so I would just encourage you, be the one who's willing to initiate it. Maybe you're the one who God wants to start that, to start Mm -hmm. a group, to start just pouring into one person. It doesn't have to be a Bible study group. It doesn't have to be a church group. It doesn't have to be something crazy. One person this week that maybe you pray for, you talk to, or send a text to. That is, I believe, God's plan for changing the world. And so we Mm -hmm. need to be willing to initiate those things. Anyway, I will quit there. We are praying for you guys. If you have any prayer requests or questions or thoughts, please feel free to email us. Our email is in the description of this episode and we would love to hear from you. We will talk to you next Monday. Bye guys. (laughs) 